Welcome to our show tonight. We are at the Scuttlebutt's Bar and Lounge with our special guest, Ben. Hey y'all, what's up? Have to be here. Hardwood Boys, episode five. So okay. Ben, Ben is the yeah. owner of Scuttlebutt yeah. Bar and Lounge, and you know we invited him on to the the podcast because he's got a pretty cool story to tell about his honeymoon elk hunting. But, but um, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, I just want to point out before we do go any further, isn't there a Scuttlebutt's in Slidell? That there is. And that, this we're not is there. a different place. Yeah, we're it's not there. almost exactly the same. <laughs> Satellite <laughs> <Almost>. campus here. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to that scuttlebutt. I just yeah, heard sure something about it once or twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I would like to put a plug out there. So we, we have a goal to get 250 listeners on the first month. So I would like our three listeners to tell at least a hundred of their best friends to to listen yeah and that's a great idea brandon but you realize when this goes out we'll uh, on sunday we'll already be at a month so the way this works you understand that right no, we record it now but it's not going out tonight it, it, it'll go out sunday when when we actually edit it and put it out there so we will already be at the month mark we'll be past that <laughs> Okay, so we are now looking for a new um, tech guy. <laughs> I'm so there'll be an advertisement out for that soon. Vic, Vic is the tech guy, not Kenny. So, um, okay, I, I came up with a new segment, or I wanted to create a segment for our show called "What Do You Think?" And I'm just going to say something. Might be a topic sometimes, and just give me your opinion on what you think. It might be something crazy, outlandish. Tell me you don't like it, you don't agree with it, or we move on, and it might lead to a discussion. It might lead to something fun. Could lead to arguments and fights in the road. I don't really know outside in front of the Scuttlebutt's bar. We're going to have um, to get some cameras. And lounge. And lounge. And Sorry, lounge. I forgot about the lounge because yeah. they do serve food, is, I'm sure. This place Correct. is classic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the first topic tonight, I just happened to think of it the other day, and, and I, I have feelings towards it, but I want to get what y'all think of it. Um, what do you think of Bigfoot? And I'm, I don't know who, who to even start with. You're both, everybody's staring at me like I'm crazy. But we'll go with Brandon first. Okay. So I do believe in Bigfoot. Bam. Boom. Love it. I mean, Love, it. Love it. Thank you. So I'm, right. you know, I'm going up to Georgia this weekend to put out some game cameras. But while I'm there, I'm going to go to the Bigfoot Museum if it's open due to COVID. They have but, a Bigfoot Museum yeah, up there. So they have a Bigfoot Sweet. Museum there. So they, and they're also some probably, I guess, amateur historians. So they, they'll, they'll take whatever story you have and record that. So we... We had a story from California when we lived there, I don't know, a couple years ago, where we were walking through the mountains, it was snowy, and we saw gigantic humanoid footprints through the snow that were, you know, spaced like a something that was, you know, eight or nine foot tall. Who was with you? Jesus. Like my, my wife and kids. So, oh, really? I mean, we were okay. walking through there and we see these footprints, so, you know, we told the the uh, we told the Bigfoot Museum our story and they recorded it. So they kind of yeah. take all these stories and record them just to have them. So did y'all get pictures or anything? Yeah, we took we took pictures of the footprint. But, okay. I mean, we didn't see Bigfoot. Okay. Um, I don't end? know if anybody else wants to go into story. I do have a, a question about Bigfoot. But you have we a can question come about? back to that. Okay, we'll come back to your if Bigfoot. Anybody, uh, I think we a, should probably do a whole episode on Bigfoot. We That's probably should. I yeah. agree on that. I, I have a story, and I'm not going to talk about it tonight, but but it's it's. That's kind of lame, Vic. It's it's for real. 
That sounds serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, it, so we'll it, save that for our full serious. Bigfoot hunting. Is, Bigfoot it, is it like government top secret? You're not allowed to talk about Pretty it. Pretty much. Okay. Well, he got the men in black thing. He forgot oh. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring it with me. I couldn't. I couldn't get you all. Oh, he's the men in black. Yeah, right. forget about it. What about you, Ben? Do, do you have what? What are your feelings on? I'll Bigfoot? tell you, man. Uh, I consider myself an amateur cryptozoologist, possibly. Nice. Um, it's hard not to believe in Bigfoot. There's so many. So much evidence from around the world, um, just looking through different first-hand accounts or looking at uh, documentaries from around the world. Vietnam, there's tons of USGIs back in the day that, where they saw Bigfoot in Vietnam to in our own country. Well, and they found all those nests up in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, 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 the giant nest. Yeah, the giant nest that big, the Bigfoots slept Pacific in. Pacific Northwest. So how North wild Pacific. is it to say that <laughs> what there's South not Pacific. Like eight? It's not the South Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have Bigfoot like, up there? Like Seattle, sure. like Washington, Oregon. Yeah, yeah where, where Brandon went to be a lumberjack. Where there's deep forests, <laughs> yeah. and why wouldn't there just be a, a ape in North America? I mean, how wild is that? I, I believe. I, yeah. I, I, I will tell you, I believe 100%. I, I, hmm. I, and I'll, okay, full circle back to me. I do believe 100%. Um, but I still am very skeptical. Is that the right word? Skeptical? Sure. Okay, I've had it a couple of military your, your meaning. Uh, <laughs> a meaning skeptical. Um, because, yes, I know in the ocean, the ocean is so vast, and we're not talking about Bigfoot in the ocean, but we find new species. I don't think Bigfoot can scuba dive. <laughs> I believe he's at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, no. That's I, messy. Did a mermaid take him down? Maybe so. I believe in those Pretty too. Pretty sure. That, that's going to be our next, not what yet. do you think, mermaids, because I, I do believe in those too. So I'm a little weird. But no, the, with the Bigfoot, I understand on, on, uh, in oceans and stuff, we're finding new species and new organisms all the time or every year. On land, we're still finding new organisms, but an organism that big or a, a mammal that big in the United States of America, there are very remote places. I get it. Um, and I, so I, I, like I was saying, I do believe, but it's very hard to believe that nobody's ever gotten good footage or good pictures. I mean, I've seen that one where the guy, you know, his arms are straight, his neck straight. And, you know, it looks very convincing, but that's the best we got. And that was like 1972 with a horrible camera. And we got all these phones now and we and hunters in the woods that would shoot him on, you know, at any time. So I don't know. Well, that, that was my question that I wanted to bring up. Oh, Would okay. you shoot Bigfoot if you saw him hunting? Honestly, are you talking to me, Kenan? I'm talking to... I wanna, I wanna <laughs> I'll answer first. I don't know. I can't say I would. I, I, I Not not because um, of any conservationist thing. I, I almost think like this the same kind of reason I, would, I don't want to shoot a bear. Because I'm afraid it might kill me if I go look at it, if it's faking dead. So well, for I, I, both of those, I'm 100% yes. You're going to kill them, oh, absolutely. either one. I, I can tell you Deck. this, and I'm not going to get into my story um, yet. It, it is, it, I think it would be very intimidating to, to draw back, to shoot one. To shoot one? Yes. Yes. Mm. And I don't, I, I know without doubt, I would not have a problem shooting a bear. Yeah, see, I, I so do. So I'm, I'm, I'm good there, but... In, in that, you know, walking upright. So it know, looks too human to you, you think? Uh, well, yeah. a bear can walk upright. Huh. They yeah, don't normally, but, but, they, but they're on all fours. And bears don't look human to me. That's not no. why I don't want to shoot one. I just don't, there's something about me. I don't want to, like, I don't want to kill a raccoon. So, so you're saying if, if they came at you and said, there's a million dollar reward for the person that 
brings me a Bigfoot dead or alive. If you could guarantee me that I'm going to be celebrated as a hero, champion, hunter guy, maybe I, I, I would guarantee that, yes. But I don't. I think the person who brings back a Bigfoot is going to be half villain, half hero. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. And I don't I'm not willing to take there the. Is a yeah, Bigfoot, I, you're going to have to shoot it. I, I agree. So you've got the people like, well, what if it's one of two? And. Well, yeah. there's not. If they've lived this long, there's obviously more than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I if there is one, they're going to die eventually anyway. Yeah, there was a case up in, uh, I don't know where it was. I couldn't tell you. Saskatchewan or something where um, a guy claims he shot a baby Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, and they went back and they took hair from it. You know, those Discovery Channel. I don't know half the time if they're telling the truth, yeah. if, they, if it's real. Like the Animal Planet. Yeah, yeah, he, like the mermaid shit. Yeah, the mermaid. Oh, I know. Convinced, Wasn't that man. crazy? <laughs> it was yeah. real. Georgia still, you know. I mean, she, I, and I want her to believe in mermaids because it's like believing in, sure, you know, unicorns. wonderful things. Thank you for saying that. I was going to say something really worse. Um, <laughs> that might have ruined some things. But, yeah, we got a train going by right now. Is, so I think... The first time in four weeks in any of our podcast that a train has come by in the middle of our show. Yeah, so pretty cool. This segment is brought to you by the Scuttlebutt Bar and Lounge. Ben's honeymoon elk hunt. Oh yeah, he mm. went on his honeymoon we, elk we, hunt. We'll have to know how how well, how but, the newlywed wife felt. About okay, well let's first let's set it up. Me and Brandon actually drove to South Carolina for your wedding last year. Um, in one car, our, both our families. Yeah. Uh, it was a, br- was a, it was a time. wonderful time. Yeah, it was actually great. Yeah. Uh, How come in I wasn't invited, guys? Because we don't like you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Boom, finally, yeah, no. got right back at you. I'm sure you were invited. I'm sure everybody just, got the invite. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you were invited. You just chose not to go and tell Ben why didn't you, you didn't yeah. go to his wedding. Maybe Vic doesn't like me. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, bam. It's probably work-related. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure it was. Okay, we can go back in uh, to your story because your wedding was awesome. We had a great time in South Carolina. We watched Georgia get beat by South Carolina the day of your wedding. Right? That, yeah, was, that a was awful. Wonderful. Well, it was time. Great yeah, for it was good for South Carolina. It's funny for me, but because I'm an I was almost fan. late for my wedding because of that. We were all late for your wedding. None of the groomsmen would leave. Yes, I was late for my own wedding. Yes. Yeah. We were late because we were at a pizza parlor like an hour before the wedding, watching the end of it because Brandon couldn't handle it. Yeah. No, well, you sat in the car and listened to that final kiss. Yes. yes. I, I couldn't even go back into the hotel room because I was listening to the final. I remember. That I was like, I couldn't believe what was happening. And he missed the kick, or or did South Carolina make the kick to win the game, or did your kicker miss the know. kick I've to lose the game? I've put it out of my memory. Uh, I blacked out that whole day. Either way, South remember. Carolina won, <laughs> beat yeah. Georgia on your it wedding day. The whole day. Okay, but we're but like Vic said earlier, we're here to talk to Ben about his elk hunt because he had a really good elk hunt. Um, right after his wedding, how, how long after your wedding did you go elk hunting? It was so I got married on October twelfth. Um, I went on my elk hunt the first week of November, so I believe it was the first to the ninth, give or take. Uh, It was the third rifle season up in Colorado. So we went up around Antonito, Colorado. Um, Went with my father-in-law. My wife wasn't able to get off work because she's a brand new nurse. Uh, There was, she couldn't get any leave. Uh, For once in my career, I could get some leave around when I needed to, but she wasn't able to, and it just coincided with elk hunting season up there so and a really cool father-in-law and a great father-in-law he he, he put me on him and a sure. cool wife and I, yeah. I, yeah i'd love to thank my thank my wife yeah. on that she let me go on my 
honeymoon with my father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I, never, I never could have pulled that off. No. Well, I'm not going to live it down. I, I owe her a trip to Ireland. I'll yeah. love it. Okay, good luck with that. Scuttlebutt Born Lounge. Yeah. 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 So we're going to keep that in here. Um, so, yeah, we went up to Antonito in, in Colorado. I flew into New Mexico and drove up to Colorado. It's right across the border on the northern border of New Mexico. Some of the most beautiful country I've, I've ever driven through. Um, first, it was kind of canyons and then nice rolling hills, and it opened up to plains, and you could see for miles. And uh, honestly, I, was, I wanted it to be a longer drive because it, it was is, amazing. It is beautiful. It really is. It's, it's different to what we are raised in. Right, right. It's totally different than Mississippi, for yeah, sure. Rocks and mountains. And, um, so we got up to Antonito, and you could see all the other hunters getting into town. Uh, we stayed in the Airbnb, but a lot of guys camp out. They, have, they bring their RVs into town, and uh, they'll actually just dry camp out there in, in the... Uh, like in tents? No. Well, some guys do. I mean, it's, it's, it was it's cold. cold. Is it snow on the ground? When I got up there, it had snowed a couple weeks before, and they were kind of having fluctuations in temperature, but uh, was it, it was about five degrees. The third season? Yeah, so the first yeah, third season is usually when it's, it's cold. Yeah, yeah it's it was cold. It was pretty chilly. Uh, the wind was whipping. Yeah. It was about five degrees up there, So, and they had had a snowstorm the previous week. Um, so I, I didn't know what I'd got myself into. I left here, I was sweating, and I got there, I was about to freeze to death. <laughs> so what did you have to do with gear and things like that? Well, and so how did you get your um, tags and things like that? The cool part about Colorado is, compared to some other states, you can buy over-the-counter tags there. So I, yes. I only had a bull tag, whereas one of the other guys, John Bryson, who was hunting with us, he also had a cow elk tag. You have to draw for those. Yeah. Now, let me let me ask a question. Sure. Is, is there a limit on the size? So they go six by six. So, so six by six, white-tailed deer, right. we'll call that a 12 point. Mm -hmm. We'll call it a six by six. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, does it have to be a four point or an eight point or? Uh, yeah, it does. Or, or a size. There's a. Uh, the brow tines have to be a certain length, and I believe it's either a four by four or five by five. Uh, last year's regulation, I have to look again. This is my first elk hunt, so I'm not 100%. Right, right. I know when I went to Colorado, it was five by five. Five by five, yeah. No matter yeah. how big or wide. Right. It had to be five right. by five. Yeah. I, but you were, and there's a yeah, huge variation in that. Like oh, the, it could be the main tines will yeah. be, you can wrap your hands around them at a five by five, and some, it can take two yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. So um, we got up there. It was, it was just beautiful country. We were right across from a uh, fly fishing stream that's real popular in the summer, but it was obviously it's elk season. Everybody's up there for that. But just gorgeous country. It was funny. We were right across the river from a elk farm. So there's all these elk right across from us. Probably a I fifty know where or sixty. I'm yeah. <laughs> so I knew what to look for. I can just go high look. Fence? Like high fence. High fence. Well. You weren't hunting. They were just literally. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> so yeah, for yeah, guys I coming in with a bunch of money and don't get an elk, they buy one and say they shot one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really? Yeah, Take you it could. Take it behind the barn. <laughs> <laughs> Pow. What you do with it behind the barn? Yeah. Well, it depends on how you like your elk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just beautiful country. Um, and we had tags for units 80 and 81, which in my research, I was like, oh, sure, we'll, we'll hunt both units. I had no idea. We never made it to the northern unit. Uh, 81, I believe it was 81, was so large, we drove 40 miles one day and never got halfway across it. Oh, it wow. was ginormous. Um, so we, we hunted 
um, by the house. We actually took the side by side down that way, and we we hiked in, and we hunted uh, north a ways where we it it would take an hour and a half to get in to where just to where we'd walk in. Now, do you are you glassing over like fields? Or are they in the woods? I've so, never been elk hunting, so I'm not either. There was there was kind of a variation of it um, up there, especially where I killed my elk. There's this huge canyon up there. It's about 500 feet deep. Um, and on the edges, on the on the uh, edges of the canyon, we'd get up top, and there's there's a forest on the very edge where all the elk would come up at night and feed out of the canyon. From what we deduced from scouting, they they were living down in the canyon. At nighttime, they'd come out and feed, and in the morning, they'd go back down in there. So we would stand on the kind of the rim of the canyon, uh, on the edge of the forest, and glass because there were some huge valleys through there. And, and hills where you could see for miles. Uh, at one point, uh, I kind of just through GPS and looking at the hills, I saw where there was another kill one morning, and they were about two and a half miles away. And I was looking at them through binoculars. Wow! It was it was pretty amazing how far you could see. Wow! What yeah. were you shooting with? Uh, so I used my father-in-law's rifle. It's kind of a funny story on that. He has a beautiful Kimber um, Mountain Scent, I think it's called, and nice zeiss scope on it and a 300 winchester short mag um, so i had to do some research i didn't realize the short mag had the same ballistics as the 300 wind mag uh, it just has it's the difference is it's a short action rifle so it's smaller it's lighter i mean at one point the other guy hunting with his mr bryson he handed me his remington 700 and i've been carrying that kimber for a week and it almost took my arm off man. <laughs> just it felt like it was twice the weight so I was uh, I was definitely fortunate to carry his Kimber, uh, but the funny thing was, uh, you know, I'd done my research, I looked at all the ballistics and all that, but I'd never shot that rifle. He he guaranteed me. He's like, man, it, it's spot on. I tested it at the house, and you know, it's good to go. But it's got a hair trigger. Be careful. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll do my best. But I trust you. It's on. But I've never shot it. And uh, when I shot the elk, um, how far of a shot did you have? It was 224 yards. I was, so you're relatively close then. Yeah, pretty close. So, with so, you, the, so you dropped it in one shot? Took two. Oh, well, that's uh, impressive. Well, yeah, so I, I was, shot it the I first time. I was joking, time. thinking it would take you four or five. You know, that's what it took Well, your story, I think it did. <laughs> so how many shots did we'll it take you We'll deal with mine later. We'll deal with mine later. It took five from me and two, two from the, the sharpshooter guy next to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so seven all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, four people well, shooting. Well, how many actually? Sorry, I, I just brought myself into that joke. So, no, Ben, go back to yours. It took two shots. I was impressed. I wanted you to tell so, it. So, yeah, I, I never shot an elk, and I did my study on where the vitals were on them and just kind of dealing with uh okay hold on for a second we got the bug guy going by i don't know about y'all but we have a bug guy oh he turned it off just because of the podcast yeah he saw that. us here Steer, yeah guys. He, is, he is literally spray okay that's the next segment what do you think about oh, the bug guy he um, juiced it. <laughs> yeah so we'll, we'll go back to the bug guy or we'll get rid of that if we can if not go back to your story ben, save us from no scenes sorry about that um where were you? Where was I? Two shots. Right. Yeah, shot. two shots. Two shot. So go. the first shot, I, I hit him a little bit far back. Uh, it's still through the lungs, but what I'm, my fear was that he was going to run down in that canyon. And if he did that, we'd have a hell of a time getting him out of there. Because like I said earlier, it was about 500 foot deep, and he was only yeah, about 100 yards from it. Yeah, we're not used to that down here. In right, no. Yeah, I mean, I was... 
my, my father-in-law, he's in amazing shape. He's 70 years old, but I was having trouble keeping up with him up in the mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. He lives in South Carolina. He's not in the mountains all the time. He just... He can go. But he's, he's got, been, he's got a mental attitude yeah. for it. He knows what it takes. He goes right. every year. So, yeah. Right. Know. So, I was the young buck on it, and I was going to be dragging that guy out of the canyon. That's so, yeah. we didn't want him out in there, you know. So, I hit him on the first shot, a uh, little bit far back, but still double lung. And uh, my, my fear was him going down there. So, I racked another round in, and, and uh, within a few seconds, got another one. Made a good shot, hit him right in the spine, and dropped him on the spot. Uh, we just watched him, gave him a few minutes to uh, expire, and then went up, and it was the biggest animal I've ever seen up close. Oh, yeah. It was, no, a, it was absolutely they're amazing. They're like horse. They're like a horse. Yeah. They're yeah, over yeah. a thousand pounds. It was yeah. a, well, this one wasn't. He was probably 700 or so. Rocky Mountain Elk. It's not the largest species. 700. We're shooting yeah. 120 pounds. Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah, to yeah. kill six deer to get Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what amazed me, man. It took all three of us two hours to skin and clean this elk. We caped it out. I'm having it mounted. Um, Is Lou going to let you hang that? I, I'm still working on it. I would it's, hang it tomorrow oh, right here. Yeah, I, I, I think the best place would be, be right, right here. here. Yeah. But the problem is, the bottom of his neck is going to be, be the down centerpiece. Here. Horns to be up. Yeah, he's probably going to be about eye level. I'll be looking at his eyes right here. Yeah. We don't have the height up top in the, in the living room, but we're working on that. So, but I'm sure I could Put it in my house. Why, why are you yawning, man? <laughs> Dude, I'm struck with it in my house. Past his bedtime. Dude, you know, too, uh, what is it, 8.20 and you're past your bedtime, Vic? Yeah, we field dressed it. We quartered it up. We got the back straps out. We uh, He showed me a new technique where we didn't gut it, but we actually got the inner loins out. That yes, was That's what I do. That was uh, nerve-wracking, to say the least, but beautiful hunks of meat out of there. And then we took it to a grocery store in Antonito, and they're the ones that processed it for us. It was pretty awesome. And they made some amazing sausage, I will say. So what would you leave behind? Up there? Of, of the elk. Uh, the only thing we left behind, really, was a tiny bit of neck meat, uh, just because it, you'd have to be scraping the bones up there and the, and the gut pile. Thanks for joining us tonight for this episode of Hardwood Boys. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Um, leave us a review if you can. We also have an email, hwboys2020 at gmail.com. You can uh, message us, let us know what you think of the show, or um, let us know if you have any topics you want us to cover. Also, don't forget to check out some of our bonus episodes. We will be releasing from time to time, but to remind you and let you know, do not let any kids listen to it. This is when we uh, record after the show, and we might get off topic a little bit and get a little crazy on topics we normally wouldn't discuss. So um, check that out. Let us know what you think of that. Thanks for listening.